In this week's podcast, we're going to continue our series on the Dasamaha Vidyas, the Ten Forms of the Divine Mother, by talking about Kali, a well-known, although sometimes frightening, form of the goddess. This podcast is a production of Pujanet, P-U-J-A dot N-E-T, your Vedic resource on the web. As always, the Vedic tradition is concerned with big issues, the universal nature of life, the essence of time, and the totality of human experience. One of the goals of this podcast series has been to point out that an essential key in understanding the various gods and goddesses is to be sensitive to the many layers of symbolism contained in their form, their personality, and their stories. For example, we see the Shiva Lingam, and contained in that oval-shaped rock, we see symbolically represented the totality of the universe in an abstract form as opposed to a human-like form in a typical murti. We see the hardness of the rock as symbolic of the invincibility and immutability of the divine, and we see the placement of the lingam and the pitam as symbolic of the essential difference between male and female, separate and yet one, each indispensable to the other for completeness. In the same vein, we can look at Kali as representing the totality of life from a number of different angles, all of which are contained in her form and the mythology surrounding her. Kali is the feminine form of Kala, which means time, and time is the ultimate enemy in that nothing can defeat it. No one is immortal, and so eventually time kills everyone and everything. So it's appropriate that Kali would be holding a sickle in one hand and a severed head in the other. She wears a garland of heads because sooner or later time claims everyone without exception. Interestingly, there are 51 heads in her garland, which is called the Varnamala. That number is significant because there are 51 letters in the Sanskrit alphabet. Each letter has mantric power, and so she is the goddess of mantras and the originator of language. The word Kali also means black, and she's always shown with dark black skin. This blackness represents the purity beyond light or color. She is what exists beyond dissolution, the pure, unmanifested energy, Adi Shakti, Adi meaning first. As it says in the Mahanirvana Tantra, just as all colors disappear in black, so all names and forms disappear in Kali. Some suggest that combining the two meanings of Kali, she represents the blackness of time and is in contrast to the whiteness of Shiva, who is always smeared with the white ashes of the cremation fire. Together, Kali and Shiva are the destructive nature of life, not in a senseless way, but always reminding us of the danger of relying on the transitory and the necessity of searching beyond to find the inner essence untouched by time or death. This takes a little bit of courage, and Kali's fierceness suggests that it's not an easy path. But her other two hands are shown in the mudra of offering, one a blessing and the other protection. So it's a reassurance that in her role as Divine Mother, she is doing what she does for our own good. It is a reminder of the fierceness but necessity of death, the completion of one cycle, and its subsequent destruction which paves the way for the next step. This destruction is also shown in the blood that drips from her mouth. 
On one level, this is another representation of the all-consuming nature of time. And on another, blood is fundamental to life, is the carrier of prana, that biological essence of life. And she is both the source and consumer of life. It reflects the self-renewing nature of life, and in that sense, our connection with the eternal. We are confined to a physical body based existence, but she reminds us that our essence is ultimately spiritual, not material, persisting after the body has been discarded. As David Frawley says, Kali is the life that exists in death and the death that exists in life. Death eliminates the inessential to reveal the essential. In its totality, then, Kali is standing looking wild and fierce and bloody as a reminder that what we think of as living is going to change with time and eventually die. The answer is not to be found in the impermanent, impermanent external and transitory nature of life, but rather the ultimate answer is transcendental, inner, and exists in the mists of all the raging, scary chaos of the world. Kali is usually shown standing on Shiva, Symbolically, Shiva is the absolute, eternal, and unmoving form of Brahman. So time and the eternity of change, as symbolized by Kali, can only exist standing on the immovable, absolute Brahman, as symbolized by Shiva. Of course, Kali is not all terror and death. She is widely regarded as the mother of the universe who kindly and fiercely protects her devotees one of the most famous of which was the Saint Ramakrishna. He was completely devoted to her as the ultimate gentle and loving goddess. Ramakrishna had a devotee who was not, as is the, as is the tradition, particularly devoted to Ramakrishna as his guru, but rather looked only to Kali. When asked about this, the devotee replied, Guruji, when your devotees are in trouble, they come running to you. When you are in trouble, where do you run? Well, of course, the most famous of all Kali temples, the Dakshineshwar Temple in Kali, Kalakata, is relatively new, having been built in 1847 by a wealthy and liberal woman, Rani Rasmani. She was born into a very poor farmer's family, but from an early age had been devoted to Mother Kali. One day she was bathing in the Ganges when she was seen by an exceptionally wealthy man who was passing by in his boat. Having seen her only once, he could not get her out of his mind and decided to marry her, and shortly thereafter returned to ask the farmer for the hand of this daughter in marriage. And so she went from a very poor girl to the wife of Raj Chandradas, a multimillionaire in a time when that really meant something. But Raj Chandradas passed away at a relatively young age, and Rani Rasmani became a single mother of four daughters at the young age of 44. But rather than tragic, the circumstance allowed her to come into her own, and she managed the family fortune with great skill. She became what we would call today a social activist who desired to protect the poor and the powerless. Once, when the British had imposed a tax on the fishermen who fished in the Ganges, she bought all the fishing rights in the region for 10,000 rupees, a rather significant sum in those days. 
Having purchased the rights, she immediately erected an impenetrable barrier across the Ganges using chains. Well, this meant that no ships could pass, and this caused great disruption to the British trade. Well, they demanded that she remove the chains, and she simply replied that the passing ships were disturbing her fish, which, after all, she had purchased the rights to. Well, she allowed as how she might reconsider if the British returned her money and removed the tax on fishing, which, of course, they did. Her social disobedience was dangerous, but she always said, my mother Kali will protect me, and if she doesn't, no one in this world can save me. Well, later, in response to a dream in which Kali asked her to create a temple, she began the construction of the Dakineshwara Temple, which would ultimately take eight years and one and a half million rupees to complete. As the building construction was almost complete, a Shilpi, a sculptor, created the Kali Murti out of a dark black basalt, and interestingly enough, the accompanying Shiva from Italian marble. The temple was consecrated soon after, and Ramakrishna's elder brother Ramkumar was installed as the main priest, and his young 19-year-old uh, brother Ramakrishna was hired as assistant. Unfortunately, Ramkumar passed away within the year, and Ramakrishna then became the chief priest. Of course, Ramakrishna is worthy of his own podcast, so I won't go into any more detail about him here, but rather let's end this podcast with a little anecdote. After the Kali Temple opened, it immediately became very popular and was a desirable place of pilgrimage for many of the mystic sadhus in the area. Once a wandering sadhu stayed at the temple. He always had a beautiful glow on his face. He used to sit in the temple and smile. He would spend his time in his room doing his practices and would come out once in the morning and once in the evening to gaze about at everything in the surroundings, the trees, the plants, the sky, and the Ganga rivers flowing slowly past. Then, beside himself with joy, he would raise his arms above his head and dance, laughing the whole time and say, How wonderful is Maya! Well, as you know, Maya means illusion, and if you can find the whole of life in every aspect wonderful, then you've really received the blessings of Kalima. So first we'll listen to some Kali mantras, the following 11-minute selection contains the Kali Gayatri and Mula Mantras, followed by the very melodic and pretty Kali Karpura Stotram. Then, because in the story of Durga called Chandipa, Kali is described as emanating from Durga to do battle with an army of Rakshasas, or demons, we'll listen to Durga Suktam chanted in the traditional manner. And that's all for this week. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next time. Dasamahavidyayatachamundatantre Kalitaramahavidyashodashibhuvaneshwari Bhairavichinnamastacha Vidyadurmavati tatha Bhagalasiddhavidyacha Matangi kamalatmika Yeta dasamahavidyaha Siddha Vidyaha Prakirtita Sri Kali Gayatri Om
काीकाये शमशानवासी तो गोरा प्रचोदया मंत्र ओ दक्षिणे काड़िके शुभ्रांशुबिंबे 
वाग्देवी देवी मुंडस्र गतिशयलसत कंटी पीनस्तनाड्ये गतासुनाम बाहु प्रकरकितकांची परिलसन नितंबाम दिग्वस्त्राम त्रिभुवनविधात्रीम त्रिनयनाम श्मशानस्ते तल्पे शवग्रिदि महाकालसुरतप्रयुक्ताम त्वाम ध्यायन जननि जडचेता अपिकविहि शिवाभिर्भोराविहि शवनिवहमुंडास्तिनिखरेहि परम संकीर्णायाम प्रकटितचितायाम हरवधूम प्रविष्टाम संतुष्टाम उपरिसुरतेनातियुवतीम सदात्वाम ध्यायन्ति क्वचिदपिनतेशाम परिभवः वदामस्ते किम्वाजननि वयमुच्यै जडधियो नधाता नापीशो हरिरपिनते वेत्ति परमं तथापित्वत भक्तिर मुकरयति चास्मागममिते तदेतत्षंतव्यं नखलुपशुरोशः समुचितः समंतादापीनस्तन जगनद्रिग्यववनवती रतासत्तो नक्तं यदिजपती भक्तस्तवमनुं विवासस्त्वाम ध्यायन गलितचिकुरस्तस्य बशगाह समस्ताह सिद्धवगा भुविचिरतरं जीवतिकविही समासुस्ती भूतो जपति विपरीतां यदिसदा विचिंत्यत्वां ध्यायन नतिशय महाकालसुरतां तदातस्य शोणीतल विहरमानस्य विदुशह कराउभोजे वश्या पुरहरवदू सिद्धिनिवहाह प्रसूते समसारं जननी जगतीम पालयतिच समस्तं छित्यादी प्रलय समये सम्हरतिच अतस्त्वं धातासी त्रिभुवन पतिही श्रीपतिरपी महेशो पिप्रायह सकलम अपिकिम स्तोवि भवतीम अनेके सेवंते बवददिक गीर्वान निभान विमूडास्ते मातह किमपिनहि जानंति परमं समाराध्याम आध्याम हरिहर विरिंच्यादि विबुधेही प्रपन्नो स्मिस्वैरं रतिरस महानंद निरताम धरित्री कीलालं शुचिरपि समीरोपि गगनं त्वमेका कल्याणी गिरिशरमणी कालिसकलं सुतिक्काते मातर निज करुनया मामगतिकं प्रसन्नात्वं भूया भवमनुन भूयान ममजनुभू मशानस्तह सुस्तो गलितचिकुरो दिक्पटधरह सहस्रम् त्वरकानाम् निजगलितबीर्येन कुसुमम् जपमस्तत्प्रत्येकम् मनुमपि तवद्ध्याननिरतो महाकाली स्वैरम् सभवति धरित्री परिव्रिडह 
गृह संमाजनिया परगलित चिपुरम समूल मध्यातरति चितायादिने समुच्चार्य प्रेमणमुमी सकृत्ली सतत गजारूढ़ो याति क्षितिपरिवृढ़ सत्कवर स्वुष्पैराकीर्ण कुसुमधनुषो मंदरमो पुरोध्यायन यदि जपति भक्तस्तवन सगंधर्वश्रेणीपतिर कवित्मृत नदी नदीन पर्यते परमपदलीन प्रभवती त्रिपंचारे पीठे शवशिवृदिस्मेरवदना महाकालेनोच्चर्मदन रसलावण्य निरता स्वयमरतानंदनो जनो योध्यामी जननी सैत्मर हर सलोमास्तिरम फलमी मजारमसी ते परंचौष्ट्रम मैशम नरमहिषयोश्चागमिवा बलिम ते पूजायामयी पितरता मर्त्यवसता सता सिद्धिस्वा प्रतिपदमूर्वा प्रभवती वशीलक्ष मंत्र प्रजपति हविष्याशन दिवातर्युष्मच्चरणयुगलभ्यानपुण परम नक्त नग्नो निधुवन विनोदेन च मनु जपे लक्ष्यमरहर सनितले स्त्रोत्रुसमुद्धारणजनु स्वूपाख्यम पादुजयुगपूजा विधियुत निशाधा सामयमधिवा यस्तु पटती प्रलापस्त प्रसरती कवित्मृतरस पुरंगाक्षीबृंद तमुसरति प्रेमतरल वशस्त क्षोणीपतिर कुबेर प्रतिनिधि ऋपुकारागारम कलयति चेलिकलया चिं जीवन्मुक्त प्रभवती सतिजनुतिमहाकालचितस्वाख्यम श्रीकापूरस्त्र